It's Thursday, February 9, 2023. To maintain the strongest economy in the world, we need the best infrastructure in the world. President Biden touts climate action and infrastructure upgrades in State of the Union address. Law enforcement officials said their plan was to, quote, completely destroy the city. FBI disrupts neo-Nazi plot to attack Baltimore's power grid, plus... Minnesota is not going to wait any longer. Minnesotans are not going to wait any longer. Minnesota enacts ambitious law to go 100% carbon-free by 2040. All of those ambitions and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And my Republican friends who voted against it as well. I still get asked to fund the projects in those districts as well, but don't worry. I promised I'd be a president for all Americans. We'll fund these projects. And I'll see you at the groundbreaking. Oh, snap. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we have seen a lot of State of the Union addresses in our days, (laughs) but boy, howdy, was that a thriller on Tuesday night. Indeed, in his second State of the Union address on Tuesday night, President Joe Biden highlighted his major legislative accomplishments, including new laws helping veterans exposed to toxic burn pits and long-deferred infrastructure repairs and projects now getting underway under the bipartisan infrastructure law. Biden touted direct benefits to everyday Americans from that bill and the Democrats' landmark climate and infrastructure bill signed into law last year, the Inflation Reduction Act. Both laws have generated a surge of major infrastructure projects, domestic manufacturing projects, and thousands of new jobs, which Biden characterized as an investment in America's long-term resilience. The Inflation Reduction Act is also the most significant investment ever in climate change, ever. Lowering utility bills, creating American jobs, leading the world where we're building for the long term. New electric grids that are able to weather major storms and not prevent those forest fires. Roads and water systems will stand the next big flood. Clean energy to cut pollution and create jobs in communities often left behind. Biden also chided congressional Republicans for opposing both bills, framing action on the climate crisis as a moral obligation. Let's face reality. The climate crisis doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. It's an existential threat. We have an obligation, not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront it. I'm proud of how, the, how America at last is stepping up to the challenge. And I'm proud about the fact that after years and years of complaining that presidents were not even mentioning the climate in their State of the Union address, we now have a president who is touting some huge accomplishments in that regard. Yep. And Biden also, by the way, called for higher taxes on the oil and gas industry, which hit all time record profits in 2022. And he criticized the industry for keeping supplies tight and prices high, exacerbating inflation as Americans struggled to afford energy and food. And in the middle of a war, something we used to call war profiteering. 
Because of those record profits, British oil giant BP this week announced it is watering down its climate pledge to reduce emissions by 2030 while increasing its investments in oil and gas. Who could have guessed it? Big Oil's record profits in 2022 have renewed calls to repeal billions in permanent tax breaks and subsidies that are given to the oil industry every year. How about we just repeal the oil industry? In other news, the Federal Bureau of Investigation announced this week, the arrests of two neo-Nazis who the agency says were plotting to shoot up multiple electric grid substations in Baltimore, Maryland. In a racially motivated attack that they hoped would cause widespread disruption and spark a race war. An FBI bulletin in November warned of threats by domestic violent extremist groups to attack critical infrastructure to, quote, create civil disorder and inspire further violence. Since 2016, white supremacist plots targeting energy systems have dramatically increased in frequency. How targeting power grids somehow leads to a race war is kind of beyond me. Then again, I'm not a Nazi. Finally, with Republicans holding the U.S. House majority, climate action is stalled in Congress for at least the next two years. But states are picking up the slack. In Minnesota, Democratic Governor Tim Walz signed into law one of the nation's most ambitious climate laws, requiring the state's electric utilities to reach 80% renewable generation by 2030 and fully 100% carbon-free electricity by 2040. Nice. That's one. Just 49 other states to go. (laughs) For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks, Twitters, and Mastodons at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I want to break free. 